my goodness. Hello, hello. I am here to welcome you back to the EXO podcast. I am very excited to start the next live series. This was live from the Lost Lands Artist Hotel. I was so freaking excited and stoked to talk to so many of these artists that you'll be hearing in the next month to month and a half. It was really cool going from doing something kind of on site next to the stage, learning my lessons at Forbidden Kingdom, that I took all of that knowledge, asked myself how would be the best way to conduct these interviews and conversations with your favorite artists. And I said, lobby, artist hotel, PJs, coffee, tea, maybe some mimosas, and that's it. I am so pumped to start this series off with the one and only upcoming bass queen, Lays. I loved getting the chance to not only meet her for the first time, but sit down, talk to her, talk to her about her future, her upcoming tour with Sullivan King, her EP on the way. There is just so much. She has a new track dropping on Welcome Records this Friday, so make sure to hit the link below and pre-save her new track dropping Friday. Don't forget, you get access to exclusive content, some pretty funny fucking bloopers from the weekend, only on my Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash this is Lizzie Jane. There's sample packs, serum presets, one-on-one lessons, and so much more. So go over there, check it out, and without further ado, this is Lizzie Jane, and you're tuning into the first episode of the Live from Lost Lands XO podcast series. Let's fucking go. This is Lizzie Jane, and you're tuning into the XO podcast. Hi, Layla. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Good, good. Thank you for coming on Thank today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. For everybody listening, this is Lays. She played her first debut Lost Land set last night. And how was it? Oh, that was amazing. It was pretty cool, like, seeing how many people showed up, especially at that time, Mm -hmm. like, 3 a.m. You wouldn't think it would be packed, but no, it it was packed. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, what we had the discussion, like, before about the stage is that... It was like the perfect size for from like a content perspective for it to look packed because you just showed me the crowd photo and it looks slam. So that's like I'd much rather be in that position than like not a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? And especially because it was so late, you definitely like draw the crowd if they were there from like three to four. Yeah, it was interesting because like there was mosh pits and like, are you guys not tired? I was like, go ahead. No, when you reach that hour, (laughs) I don't think anybody's tired. It's It's literally crackhead. Hours. I was like um, walking around the festival, and it's like, of course, nothing happens without the fans. But yeah. I'm just in the perspective where I could sit and put me in a corner with coffee and I would yeah. people watch for hours because it just gets so interesting. Yeah. And we were at the Never Say Die takeover because Dr. Ozzy was playing. Yeah. And you know, they're like headbanging at the rail. It's like 2.30. I'm like dead on the ground. I'm like, we gotta go. I, I'm yeah. over it. But it's super cool. And you've been to Lost Lands like as a fan before, right? Yeah. So how has that like transition been from going from like in the crowd to like the back? It's probably pretty surreal. It's, and you're like, it's wow. It's weird. Yeah. Because it's like, 
when I first attended Lost Lands, that's what gave me the push to do what I wanted to do. I attended mm-hmm. the first Lost Lands in 2017, and I was just like, wow, like, just the atmosphere and, like, seeing the DJs perform. I was like, you know, this is something I want to try out. Like, I think I could do this. And then it's just cool, like, what, not even... Four years later, yeah. I'm now on that side. Yeah, it, it feels so surreal, and it's like it just shows you if you're consistent and you just like believe in yourself and just stay true to it. Like you will. What's the saying? It's like uh, uh, the only one, the only thing stopping you is you. Oh, absolutely, and it is true. Like that's literally when all the shit was going on with like people getting canceled on Twitter and all this stuff. I'm like, you're literally going to be the only one to cancel yourself. You're going to be the only one to to allow that to happen. And absolutely, like, just in general, in any, like, self-progression career, personal stuff, it's usually you standing in the way of yourself, like, 99% of the time. So, so, I mean, that's, like, super awesome to hear. And, And it's, like, even though it's four years... It, like, feels long, but it also feels really short. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. I'm you're like, like how shit. the hell did I get here so quickly? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing, though. I feel very blessed, like, especially with the team that I have. Like, I oh, wouldn't yeah. be there without them and, like, my fans and people supporting me. And oh, definitely. And you have, like, a really tight-knit group, like, where you're from, because you're from, like, the DMV area, right? Yes, so, yeah. like, you, uh, it's, like, late night. Yeah, late, later tonight. Late, later yeah. tonight, yeah. Because I saw that, like, all the time. So is that, like, um just, like, a crew of artists, like a collective, or is it, yes, like, a... like it's an, a collective, and they okay. also do management, um, and sometimes promotional company a little bit. They sometimes throw shows. Okay. So that's what helped me a lot as a producer because mm-hmm. all of my friends are producers. Yes. I was able to learn from them. Like, I would go over their house and just watch them per, uh, produce. That's exactly yeah, how I learned. Exactly. That's exactly how I it's learned. It's the best way because you can ask questions. You're like, oh, how would you do that? Whereas if you're watching a YouTube tutorial, no. you can't ask the question. <laughs> it's like, I feel like YouTube and stuff is, like, good for, like, specific topics. or Or, like, you're like, okay, I want to learn about, like, Serum, I want to learn about Vital, I want to learn how to exactly do this, but I remember when I first started producing, like, kind of made the transition from the genre I was in before, I, like, went over to my friend's house, like, every day over the summer, and I would just watch him produce, and I would just be, like, yeah, and I would just, like, kind of conceptualize on, like, the big monitor, like, yeah, I'm, like, okay, I kind of see how the layout's going here, understand post-processing, because it's, like, when I give lessons and I like kind of break down projects for other people mm-hmm. people are just like astounded by how much you can do like yeah like before you know that automation is a thing you're like wait what you're like <laughs> yeah. what like and, and then like oh like I understand now or people are like oh my god like I can't get my sound to sound like 2d or like it sounds 2d but I can't get it to sound 3d and then I'm just like well you gotta like post-process it and you yeah. gotta like put the racks on it exactly. you gotta compress it and you can yeah. it and do that and then they're like oh my god and it's like even when you get to like a more advanced level there's like there's so much with Ableton that I don't even fucking know about that you learn that, every day yeah like literally mm-hmm. every day moving forward I always learn you something, learn something and it's cool that there's like so much knowledge available now mm-hmm. which is like a good thing and a bad thing to yeah. a certain standpoint because like if I wanted to make a song and sound exactly like Virtual Ride from 2018 I could make a song yeah, and exactly. sound exactly like Virtual Ride from 2018 and that shows the growth yeah yeah <laughs> which is like awesome and I was talking to Must Die earlier and he was like it was like 2013 and all of a sudden Val just wanted to share a sequence with everyone <laughs> and I was just like fuck you but at the time 
like he's like but now like reflecting that is what like built the scene and invited yeah. more people to come in exactly. and like grow it and now it's like you see the fire society yeah. that's something that like yes. you and I both did <laughs> I remember like I was just like looking on a whim because we were in COVID mm-hmm. and I was like okay I just don't really want to pay for like lessons but I want to learn more exactly. I don't want to do the whole YouTube tutorial thing no. and or like a course thing and then I was like oh this like is kind of cool I can see like take some master classes because I think like some of the the best things as an artist in order for you to grow it's not only like experimenting but like never stop learning like you mm-hmm. always have to keep learning yeah. and it's like I even talked to like Josh Ramode step and like all these disciple guys and they take lessons from each other but like all throw like <laughs> Willie from Barely Live 50 bucks and he'll like give a lesson to me and do stuff and it's like yeah. even at that level mm-hmm. they're still pushing forward and seeing how far they can like push it to the next level and yeah. right now I mean especially at Lost Lands Lost Lands is like this special case I've never seen a backstage environment like Lost Lands yeah. like from like top like, notch yeah it's literally I felt like a family like when we went in with Mary shout out Mary um <laughs> We, like, sat down before the pre-party. You know, they're all out there. Your friend's, like, texting you. And she was like, we're all out here waiting. And Mary's just eat dinner, everyone. And then we're going to yeah. introduce ourselves. The catering. And then we're going to go on stage and play dubstep for a few thousand people. And, like, just let me know if you yeah. have any problems. And she's wonderful. But I've never had that, like, experience yeah. at any backstage at any like, festival. Excision Heat? Went above and beyond with that. Oh, yeah. He didn't have to do the catering. He didn't have to do the nice lounge. He didn't have to do any of that. And talking to, like, Must Die, like, you're about to go out on the road with Sullivan King. And Must Die's on the Right 10 tour that that you're doing dates on, too, and I'm doing dates on. And he was talking, and he's like, the hospitality here is just like so nice and it's like such he's like it's such a difference but because of like covid it's really hard to have that like personal hospitality right now because it's just we're still in this like really weird time where things are understaffed and like have there been venues in your area that like still haven't opened up or like event companies that you've seen have like that haven't come back uh one of them i believe closed down and never came back yeah and it's like you're gonna lose those and it's like the shitty part about that is like those are the people who necessarily take, like, chances on, like, you and me yeah. are those smaller, like, promoters. So it's super yeah. important to, like, hopefully get everything back by, like, 2022 yeah. to be in a good position to, you know, keep growing, like, not only on, like, tour circuits but also, like, headline stuff because yeah. it's, like, it's all important, like, 100%. in the long run. And so how long have you – so you've been doing it for four years? Been doing what? Like, producing, oh, like, DJing, I yeah. started DJing in 2018. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, And sweet. I didn't start producing till early 2019. Awesome. And yeah. then that's when I think I kind of came across you when we were on the Girl Gang compilation. Yeah. That was yep. the first time I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of girls trying <laughs> yeah. to do this. Um, because, and that's, like, a super special space that, like, Jeannie's created yeah. where I remember, like, when we started, it was really... I knew, like, Jeannie, and I knew, like, Hades, and I knew, like, a select few group girls. And then when Girl Gang, like, kind of came together, I was like, wow, there's, like, actually a lot of girls who are, like, actually making their own music who are trying to do this, which is super, super awesome. And, like, that's how I feel like the future can be, like, pushed forward. And and there's also, like, you run around with a group of guys, too, and, like, I do the same thing where it's, like, most of my friends in the scene are guys. And there are so many guys who are, like, advocating for women, which is good. And and I feel like that's, like, a huge kind of – it's not like it never was like that, but I think there's enough, like, players who are Mm -hmm. cool. And, like, what I said on Thursday was that 
you know, when you went up, when I went up, when Sippy went up, we're all playing our own music. Yeah. I'm not, we're not going up there yeah, and like no. playing fucking on profit or yeah. playing like some crazy yeah, edit. We want to showcase yeah. like, what, we, what we got. And, that, and that's like important because yeah. like that's how you like play with the big players mm-hmm. because like at the end of the day, it's like it is important to be a really good DJ, but it's also important to be like a producer. And it's like, this is why we're here. Exactly. This is why we're on the stage. Like, da da da. So it's like super exciting. And you just had, you've had a few releases on Subsidia, right? Yes. Okay, sweet. Yep. And that was like your first kind of big label. Yeah, yeah. I've never in- released on a label until okay. Subsidia. Yeah, that was really cool. They're like super cool. Where like they've given like not only you but like the group of guys that you run around with, like all these. Yeah, like, it's it's it it gave the space for a lot of people who like the bigger names were pay- playing out their tracks, but they yes. didn't necessarily like have a home for them. Mm-hmm. And then Excision's like, let's go, <laughs> like let's run it. And now they have the Subsidia stage, which is like super yeah. fucking awesome. That stage was awesome. Literally, the visuals wrap around all them. of the visuals. So I was like looking at them, and I'm like, are they all just like really good like VJs and like visual <laughs> techs, or like are these people's visuals? And I was talking to some of the artists that played yesterday, and they're like, I've never seen my visuals look that good. So I'm like super, super, super pumped. And like with the stage that we played on Raptor Valley, it's literally like a cube. Yeah, which it's is so intimate though. Like yeah, everyone's together. It's like it's a nice crowd, and it's like it's almost like there's like a wall there, but there's not because yeah. like everyone's pushed into that corner, so there's mm-hmm. no like sound bleed. I yeah. was astounded that I could go from like like not even that far in between the stages and there's no, no sound bleed and i'm like yeah. okay and like because right. wampy's right behind it so you see the lasers going above our stage it's really cool yeah, yeah i'm nice. i'm super fucking pumped for yeah. tomorrow it'll oh, be you're gonna good. kill it <laughs> I know, i'm very i'm very excited i'm like yes let's go because i was like i'm not coming here until i get booked and then i feel like really inspired from this week like yeah. even going yesterday like watching some of like my favorite producers like chime like yes. beats. i'm just like okay like now yeah. i would like to go home and be like in my bedroom <laughs> right. um but it's it's really awesome and has it been because you played like locally for a while, right? Kind yeah. of like in your area and DC, like see Maryland, Virginia, and PA a lot. See, that's really yeah. cool because it's like that. I went up to I went to school up there before I transferred down my freshman year, yeah. and like that area is so small that like you can really like grow that local fan oh. base. Oh yeah, and like it be in multiple states too, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Where like with me in Florida, it's so easy to get stuck there because yeah. you can have like you see tours either include like five dates of Florida or completely skip out on it. Really? And it's like that that's what you see a lot with like our local rotation is because you can play like Gainesville, Tampa, Orlando, Miami, Jacksonville and not even get out of the state of Florida. So it's wow. it's fucking wild where like where you're from you're like going from state to state. Yeah. And and it's and it's good to establish that because like that's your basis cuz that's why I wanted to have you on cuz I'm like even yeah. though like you're like a newer artist like you have the support system yeah. of like industry people but also like fans yeah. and like a lot of people don't have that when they start out to like start on like such a strong basis of like let's go and like yeah. I, the dubstep fbi people like they Love both them. had us yeah and they're like super sick i finally get to meet them today which oh, will be yeah. sick i've never met them before I'm like i will be there yeah. like let's make it happen because i was supposed to meet them at imagine but then like that should happen oh, my God. when i saw everything with the camping i was like I this is not i was no. like not here on the I was like, this is not gonna happen but they they pulled it off and it's beautiful outside it's literally beautiful I could not ask for better weather yeah and with you starting to like tour around more has that kind of been a change mentally a A lot of uh no sleep yeah (laughs) that's for sure um I'm going on a bus tour 
Uh, it's not like flying. It's a bus tour of Sullivan <laughs> King, which I'm That's nerv- the way to do yeah. it, though. I'll tell you that, yeah. yeah. I'm nervous uh, just because I've never been away from home that long. Yeah. But, um... Well, we'll see. I'm really excited. I'm kind of glad that, like, if the since the bus tour will be there, if I'm tired, like, after oh. I perform, I can just go to the oh bus my God. and sleep. You don't have to deal with getting to flights. You don't have to deal with airports. You Riders. don't have to deal with hotels. Like, mm-hmm. like you'll still Riders. have hotels, but it's, like, it's going to be, like, so much easier. Yeah. Like, that's ideally the absolute way to do it. Yeah. And you save, like, so much money. Exactly. And, and I know, oh like, from, God. like, a support way, like, this is a great opportunity for you yeah. where it's, like, really awesome to get you for the first time in new cities but it like can be very financially stressful on the back end and having the tour bus there is you should like be like thank you (laughs) thank you very much but it's so exciting and like you are a really good pairing with Sullivan King because it's like I kind of yeah. do the more melodic stuff, but you're like you're ready I for those. Like the yeah, you're like metal shit. It, like <laughs> let's go. And are you working like on a lot of music right now that yes. you're kind of excited to start putting out, like debuting? Yeah. I have um I have this one song called Spark. Yeah, uh, it's not released yet, but it has like a metal intro. I played That's it out. Last I was about night. to say, did you play it yeah. out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that what you played at the pre-party, or was that another track? Uh, no, that was a different one. That, okay. The one I played at the pre-party, that's going to be dropping on Welcome Records next month. Okay, yeah, so. sweet. Oh, I love label. Welcome Records. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her name? Just took the A&R position, right? Chrissy. Chrissy, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how you kind of see the back end mm-hmm. and how there's really a very close-knit group of people yep. that, like, really, like, make a lot of stuff happen. And it's really cool yeah. to see, like, a lot of women take that front position. I, it's amazing. Yeah. It's something new. Yes. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. like, um, Lee Must Die was talking earlier. Maria from Never Say Die, mm-hmm. she, like, handles all their marketing and, like, all of their, like, merch stuff and and, and even stuff with, like, the label on the back end, like, A&R. And he's just, like, yeah. she's one of the f- my favorite people that I've worked That's with. Amazing. He's, like, on two hands, like, all of my favorite people I work with, like, in the music industry are women, like, period. And it's cool to see that shift mm-hmm. and he's just like they just like get shit done and I'm like exactly. yeah they do <laughs> I'm like yeah and like Ryan 10 for example he's the first artist I he, saw that added yeah. w- three women oh yeah well you <laughs> notice you notice shortly after that people started oh yeah it. yeah oh you like nonchalantly saw that you would see like kind of like some girl DJs like throwing a little shade they're just like if he can do it like why can't you guys yeah. all do it yeah. like okay and then you just started seeing but it's like it's, like, past due. Like, there's, Very. like, I, I get it that that there are, there's people on both genders. It doesn't even matter. Like, there are people who are ghost producers that are guys and girls. Like, some of your favorite fucking artists. And then, like, Could have it's, said any better. like, and it's, like, as a woman, like, you feel like you start from, like, negative 100 to get to zero. And then you can't fuck up. Like, you cannot fuck up. Because if you slip up, it's, like, oh, Never mind. When we got up there the other day, I was like, watch, I'm going to press pause. I was like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to press pause. And then some other guy did at the end, and I was just like, I'm not fucking doing this shit. Um, But it's it's cool to see that growth. And, like, that's what has to happen, even if people don't, from the other end, like, don't feel like that we necessarily deserve it because we haven't put in the work or we haven't put in whatever. It needs to be accounted for. People don't see, though, what goes in the back end of things. No. They don't. At all. Like, I'm not here to, like, prove myself to anyone. Yeah. But it's like, you don't know. And it's hard when you have a boyfriend that's also a producer. Yeah. And you get the, he makes your own music. I can't imagine. And I'm like, 
My boyfriend works at Verizon, <laughs> and people still say my boyfriend makes my music. So, so I'll just I'll just tell you that it doesn't yeah. matter what your boyfriend's doing; they're still gonna say shit because yeah. it's just it's easy to. It's just the way that I think any any job goes, and whether you're in the music industry or not, mm-hmm. it's really easy to like play those cards, and yep. it's really hard to admit sometimes that like, hey, like maybe she's like fucking working harder than you. Like, I'm sorry. You know, and and I know like every woman for the most part that I know in this industry is an extremely hard, diligent worker and like hones their fucking craft and does their shit. So like there's nothing. And and I see like groups of girls kind of starting to collectively like come together. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because you also see male artists like supporting them for the the first time ever. I see really, really big artists advocating for like girls and like let's collab, let's do this. Like, I look at Jessica Oddford, and, like, she, for a very long time, which yeah. I was, like, she's, like, inspiration as a woman, done. Because, like, she's, she's amazing. She's I amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, she's wonderful. She's going to be here, I think, later today yeah, or yeah. tomorrow or something. I've had her headphones for, like, a year and a half, so yeah. I have to give them back to her. I have them with me. But, like, they're, like, but it takes a long time, you know? She's been doing this, like, 10 years, yeah. you know? And, like, it's a little bit different when you come from – you know, somewhere that's outside the United States border. Yes. It, that's, like, a totally different mm-hmm. situation. Like, when I talk to, like, Sippy, talked talk yeah. to, like, Lucille Croft, like, she's still in Australia, or, like, Godland, she's still in Australia. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole ordeal to get, like, a visa here, yeah. and especially with COVID. So, oh, my gosh. And I even, like, not even, like, talking about women, like, talking about just producers in general. Some of my favorite producers are from overseas in, like, the base yeah. realm. Like, like on, on Profit, Tripal, E-Craze, mm-hmm. Leotrix. I need you guys to get over yeah, here. Yeah, like, literally, I saw, um, I did, like, a podcast with, you know, Naughty Step? Yes. Like, he's like, why are these people not on the lineup? And I'm like, because they can't get into yeah. the fucking country. Like, it's, it's, I mean, I even watched, like, the same shit happen to, like, big artists, like, Funkcase and Dr. P mm-hmm. couldn't make it at Forbidden Kingdom because I of their visas, that. you yeah. know? So, and the same thing happened to Odd Profit this time. So, yeah. it just sucks. But hopefully next year we'll be in a little bit of a, like, better position. Yeah. Do you work in Ableton? Yes. Okay, cool. And, um, like, when you kind of start your tracks, are you starting from, like, a factor of, like, inspiration? Or do you start with sound design? Or do you start with, like, a melody? I always start with my intro. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. always want to go for a theme with the song. Yeah. So I just start from there. My weakness is my drops. That's the last thing I do. Mine is my sound design. <laughs> yeah. I will, like, sit there and I'll write this, like, beautifully orchestrated thing. And then I'm like... Okay, you're writing EDM. <laughs> like, you need to like fucking figure this out, and and then I'll like go in and I'll do like a different sound design session. But it's cool to hear because I think everyone like starts other places, and some people yeah. have like really specific methods of what they want to follow in yeah. order to like make a certain song, and then other people are like. I just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, start somewhere. But I love intros. Like, intros yeah. are always... I've, like, submitted tracks before, and they've been like, yeah, you need to cut down your intro. I'm like, I love my <laughs> intro. Like, I love my intro. So it's it's just really awesome to to see the progression, and Welcome Records is awesome. I love Kaza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they've been really pushing that, like, metal, mm-hmm. mid-range, like, harder bass kind yeah. of sound. I love the mixture of uh, metal and dubstep. Did you, like, were you, like, a metalhead and you're, like, 14 My brother, it rubbed off okay. on me. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. the same way because, I mean, like, the song structure is literally the same. It's literally, much, you yeah. look at, like, breakdowns, drops, yeah. like, build-ups, all of that stuff. Yeah. It's it's kind of like if you stack a metal song on top of an EDM song, you get a pretty yeah. similar breakdown, like, once you, like, separate the parts. But I, like, see people now where, like, 
I see like real mosh fits. When I used to see mosh fits at like EDM shows, I would laugh because I'd be like, you guys are not moshing. Yeah, no. You're frat boys pushing each other <laughs> in a circle. Tour. Yeah, versus Warped <laughs> Tour where you're like, you have to stand with your arm up and you have to like get back. And now like yesterday when I was watching uh, Murata, um, oh I was literally like, I was like out front of house and at one point I was just like, there are like seven pits going on. I was like, this is insane. I'm so excited to see Void tonight. This this is like the first time where I feel like I'm actually like attending a festival again. And I'm like, okay, like I have to see this person. I have to see this person. Like, let's go, let's do this. So it's, it's really cool. And it's like so inspirational too. Cause, but it's really awesome because I feel like for the first time and like, I'm, I'm like, I wonder if you feel the same way too, is like it's obtainable to get there. Mm -hmm. So where it's like when you're in the crowd, you're very much so like, okay, what do I have to do to get here? Or you're watching videos on social media. Like that's what I was doing in 2019. I was like, okay, like Sip's up there. Like I need to figure out how to get up there and like figure out how to make this work. And then like once you're there, you're like, okay, like feels weird. Like maybe I'm not supposed to be here, but I'm here. (laughs) And now like you can just like work your way up, get to a bigger stage, do this, do that. And the team's important, but like the music's important too. It's all like a fucking puzzle. It's like big, like, yeah, it's like all a piece of pie. And it's like, we just live in a world of social media where like, it's all important. So you have to pay attention to everything, even though it's all like part of the job, you know? And like, that's what I wanted to do for my set. Cause you know, when I attended the first Lost Lands, I that's what made me want to do what I am now doing. So I wanted to make sure, like, my set... I know there was a couple aspiring DJs and producers in the crowd that was watching me. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to have the same feeling that I had oh, back yeah. in 2017. Because, like, I got there on stage, like, what, four years later, and I'm like, you guys can do it, too. Yeah. And it's like, not only is it the music, but people need to realize it's also social media presence, networking, has a lot of the other stuff to do just besides music. Absolutely. You just got to stay consistent. It's so consistency too. It's like, and it takes a long time to figure out, like I'm still figuring out like the balance act of like, okay, you're balancing your like workload, making sure you're able to finish stuff, balancing the social media presence, balancing the other stuff that's like feeding into your project, merch designs, this, that. And it takes like, it takes a team to really make it like work efficiently and Mm -hmm. like, it's just time and running it out. But I think what's really important that, like, you had in your area and I had in my area is, like, having that, like, local group of producers as yeah. well as a local following. Because, like, I had so many people from Tampa that were, like, oh, my God, like, she used to be a fucking resident DJ and now she's, like, right there. Yeah. And it's, like, but, like, that's what shows people that it's, like, obtainable. It's the yeah. same thing with Sippy. Like, Sippy was pulled up in, like, 2017 by Bear Girls. Mm-hmm. And then... She was like, okay, well, now I'm here. Like, this is it. Like, yeah. this is it. So it's it's really cool. And, like, you know, obviously we're talking about girls. The same thing happens to guys, you know? Yeah. You see guys who are playing local support. They're they're getting their tracks played out by Excision. They're getting mm-hmm. this. They're getting that. Now I'm on festival this year because of Subsidia. So, yeah. like, it, it all, hard work, consistency will pay off. No 100%. matter what. No matter what. Just stay yeah. away from the drama. Yeah. Focus on yourself. And just do your thing. Oh, yeah. Like, putting on the blinders is important Mm -hmm. because most of the time the loudest people in the room don't matter. Like, they don't. They don't at all. So, so, yeah, it's it's good to have those, like, 
close-knit friends and then just have the acquaintances and like don't burn bridges don't be a fucking asshole to somebody yeah. you don't have to be you be know good yeah person. just be a good person and usually like good things will come yeah. um but do you have like anything that you're looking forward to that you can share with us like merch or new music like you just tease new music yeah new like music. new mix coming out anything along those lines i'm sure you have more shows kind of coming up especially with yes. the tour i have uh the tour um I'm playing EDC Orlando. Yes, That's gonna you're be, gonna be in my hometown. When yeah. you're in my hometown, I'm in Canada. So there, there you go. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, working on an EP. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, we're gonna shoot that over to a label. I don't know if I can say. Yeah, it. No, no, you're good. Um, that's gonna be four songs. Awesome. Um, that's exciting. A new merch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was hoping it was going to be ready for Lost Lands, but it wasn't. But I think it's going to be a good way to showcase it for the Selvin King tour. Oh, definitely. No, I was literally the same way just because I had, like, I literally probably have T-shirts, like, sitting at my front door right now, <laughs> which I'm like, great. But it's, but it's like, on tour, honestly, it will sell more. Like, it definitely will. Yeah. Like, like no doubt about it. And that way, like, you're 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 just, like, spreading your basis like, yeah. everywhere and stuff. Yeah, the, the merch is, like, the best way as an artist to kind of, like, make that direct yeah. income. Especially if you're doing it, like, kind of remotely, like, to yeah. yourself, not it's through a company. It's the best way to get more. Oh, definitely. Know. And, like, I'll fund it back into your project. Yeah, back but, into visuals. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's all, like... A big circle. Yeah. And it all just funds right back into the project. And then you make like a big heavy sigh. And then yep. you're like, okay, here we go. This is it. But no, it's like, it's super cool. And I'm really excited to like see your growth. Cause like I've watched you like from when I was like, okay, like I don't know who this is on the compilation. Then yeah. I was like, oh, I've seen her name before. Oh, I've seen her name before. It's okay. Funny Cause like when I first started up, I knew you, Jeannie, and Mad Girl. Like those mm-hmm. were the three main ones. And it's like, now I'm here with you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. I looked up to you. So yeah, it which is super full cool. Circle. Which is why it's like for other girls, like that girl gang Discord is like a great place to be because not only like are we all producers, like any advice and even like the female chat that we're in on Twitter. Yeah. Like there's just stuff that we can talk about that if we're in a group of guys, it's just not gonna no. like it's not gonna like stick on the wall. Yeah. So so it's it's really cool to see that support rising and it's like I think everyone's playing its part from, like, the women on the back end of the industry mm-hmm. to, like, dubstep FBI girls to the, the girl yeah. artists. Like, it's all kind of, like, rising together. But it's very exciting. So thank you very much for coming on <laughs> no, today. I really appreciate me. it. Yeah, definitely. Everybody go check out Liz. Um, She's going to be on tour with Sullivan King. When does that start? Uh, November 17th. Okay, yep. soon. Awesome. There we go. <laughs> all right. Tuning in from Ars Hotel, Lost Lands, EXO Podcast. We out. And that's a wrap on our first live podcast from the Lost Lands Artist Hotel. Next up, we have Level. He is part of the DPMO family, Funk Cases Child. I am so excited for you guys to hear this interview. We talk about a lot of cool shit. It's going to be dropping this Friday. So make sure to, one, subscribe to me on YouTube. Two, follow the podcast on Spotify or Google Podcasts. And three, have a wonderful rest of your fucking week. And I will see you on Friday for another episode of the EXO Podcast.